0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Q and A edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1084. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino. Really happy that you've joined me today, as I have the pleasure of answering one of your questions, which is maybe my favorite part of the job. And I'm actually just now realizing the irony there is in that this question that I'll be answering today happens to fall on the 20 year anniversary of 9/11. Obviously, it's an emotional day. It's a day of remembrance for many people, not just Americans. And the question I've received is actually a bit of an opinion question about relationships all over the world. I do enjoy answering these ones on the rare occasions that they come through. Perhaps the recent news out of Afghanistan had today's asker thinking a bit more critically about how our learnings about relationships might apply on a global scale. Whatever the case may be, there's a really powerful question on tap today. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm going to start it now, as we optimize your life. I'd be curious to hear what you think about relationships around the world. Thinking about international relations, for example, it's hard to tell if they're getting better or if they're getting worse. What's going right right now and what's going wrong in terms of interaction? Easy one, huh? (laughs) Thank you for sending this in, Asker. Definitely uh, feeling on the hot seat a little bit, but it's when I come alive. No, really though. Uh, A question like this is so layered, and when I really think about how to answer it, I feel as though there are so many different routes you could take here, so many different focal points, so many different places to start. Like, there's just not one single way of approaching it. The lists of good and bad can go on and on, and then the arguments as to how you can label each item as good or bad would really take you down a black hole. I would say, for me though, I'm compelled to approach it uh, by looking at it through the lens of acceptance, being able to accept others. Uh, that's just such a crucial part of relationships. It's really the backbone of relationships. So like, if your husband is cheating on you, accepting that about him even if it means the relationship itself is going to end is of huge importance right our ability to accept others is much greater than how we label the relationships we have with them like a woman who accepts her husband's infidelity yet also decides she wants to end the marriage still does not end her relationship with this man it just changes they aren't married anymore they still have a relationship and with acceptance the relationship has at least a shard of peace and understanding. Whereas without acceptance, even if they stay together, the relationship suffers a lot more. It's not to say we have to excuse bad behavior in others, but that's still different from accepting it, separating their worth from their actions, and allowing ourselves to sit with something that feels unpleasant to us. So then, how are we doing in terms of acceptance is the question that I would go to. Uh, well, seemingly we're we're doing okay. It looks good on the outside at least. Let's break it down though. I would say with confidence that anyone who believes we're trending in the wrong direction is definitely mistaken. Uh, it's virtually inarguable that we are living in the best time we've ever lived in when it comes to equality and the embracing of those who are different, which to me are pretty good measures of acceptance. We've always trended upwards in this direction, too. Uh, Are there backward steps along the way? Of course there are. But over the long term, acceptance as a whole has only gotten stronger, and it will continue to do so. There have been huge strides in society's general ability to embrace minority groups of all kinds. There's an increasing emphasis on mindfulness and vulnerability. And the power in doing all of this is more and more believed in, which is great. So, to answer your question about what's going wrong, or why there isn't full acceptance, and what stands between that and the point we're at now, I would say it's probably the obsession over it. Like, the same way you'll be hard-pressed to find happiness if you obsess over being happy, you'll be hard-pressed to accept others if you're obsessed with everyone accepting everybody else. For many people right now, the desire for acceptance is colliding with the desire to fight for acceptance, to get others to accept more people. And that's a losing battle. Maybe this is where that old love your enemies passage from the Bible comes in. Because in not accepting others' inability to accept, you're not accepting them. I'll say that again. In not accepting other people's inability to accept, you are not accepting them. You're not hearing their viewpoints, You're not respecting their background and you're not giving them the autonomy to make their own decisions. Enforcing acceptance, even though it feels like a really great cause, it only causes division because those who are being enforced are not being accepted, thereby rapidly losing incentive to accept more of themselves. And frankly, many people feel this enforcement not just through like aggressive one on one interactions, but also through what they believe to be. Maybe contrived media efforts to get people to accept others. I would argue that this would be another thing getting in the way this manufactured type of acceptance that conveniently is also a cash cow. Skeptics can sniff these efforts out and it only causes more friction. How much digression comes from that friction, that's hard to quantify. But again, steps backward are par for the course and over the long term don't really prevent us from moving in the right direction, at least to me. So, generally speaking, the trend towards more acceptance and therefore better relationships has happened over time and will continue to do so. The hiccup right now is the lack of acceptance towards, I guess, perpetrators or those who we don't feel are as accepting as we are. This would have to be overcome in order for there to be full acceptance. Uh, Might as well call it world peace. Will it get there? I don't think so. I, I know it will not. Disagreement, bias, bigotry, these things are human nature. I do believe we'll continue to make strides over the long term, but to completely eradicate turmoil isn't going to happen. And you could really make an argument that turmoil is necessary and that it's healthy. So, short answer, summary answer what's going right is that there's more awareness and effort put towards accepting others and thus having better relationships. What's going wrong? is expecting every problem to get solved and being intolerant of those who we feel are getting in the way of that mission. And Asker, thank you so much for sending this question in. Definitely sparked a good discussion. And like I said in the intro, I enjoy the the different pace of these opinion pieces. Obviously, this one was geared towards society at large. But I should hope that you and everyone else listening out there see the opportunity to apply some of my thoughts to your own life, if you even cared for my thoughts on this topic. That is, it's always going to come down to setting an example and trying to bring light into your own world before bringing light into the world or changing the whole world. It's much, much better for yourself and those in your circle if you exercise patience with those who you disagree with whether it's a romantic relationship, a friendship, a family member, an acquaintance, or a stranger, if they are acting in a way that you feel is disrespectful to you or another person or a group of other persons, talk with them. Learn about their beliefs, ask them questions, respect their story, even if you don't agree with it, and respect how they got to where they are. The more you learn from them, the more they will learn from you. Off your podium now, Greg. Off the soapbox. Time's up. Thanks again to the asker for this question, and thank you for listening to me today, everybody. Definitely a bit ranty, hopefully not too preachy. Back to your normally scheduled programming tomorrow, folks, don't worry. I'll be narrating a post from Allison Carmen, a longtime contributor and friend to the show. I think you're going to love the post, and I hope you'll join me for it tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.